What's up, guys? Welcome to the Fierce Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Ahmed Dunn, and today I'm going to talk to you about one of my favorite topics right now, which are NFTs, which are non-fungible tokens. Now, what does non-fungible mean? Like, It's a word that I've never heard of before NFTs existed, and yeah, I'm going to break it down for you. I'm going to break down what are NFTs, what makes them valuable, and basically how to buy them. I've really become in love with NFTs. It's something that I've actually fallen in love with more than cryptocurrency. I used to be so into crypto, still am, but NFTs have really rocked my boat and made me so intrigued and interested in, in what these things are. I used to be a complete skeptic of this. I remember seeing on Twitter various NFTs being sold for millions of dollars and I thought, come on, this is just hype. This is just FUD. This isn't something that I take note of. It's just short-lived hype and then it's going to come down and no one's going to be interested in that like i didn't understand why someone buy a jpeg of something a picture of something when they could screenshot it didn't make any sense to me and so it took months out of that i was like i'm sticking to my what i know my bread and butter which is cryptocurrency did that and then eventually i started to i don't know the, the space just started to appear in front of me i just started to learn about passive income from nfts i heard about all the utility of like getting into private events with NFTs, um, having royalties from music, streams, so many things. And I start to be like, okay, wow, then maybe there is something to this. And I start to dive deeper and deeper into it and then really became fascinated in it. And now I'm here many months deep, not that long, but deep, like very intense couple of months when I've been really breaking down NFTs, seeing what products I want to buy and things like that. So First, let's go into what is a non-fungible token. A non-fungible token is something that cannot be replaced. So fungible can be replaced. Like rice, like a bag of rice is a fungible thing, meaning that there's loads of them. You don't really care if it's one of one. You just want the rice. So that's like something that is, that is fungible. Something that's non-fungible means there's only one of it. Like the Mona Lisa is non-fungible. Like you can't recreate the Mona Lisa. There's only one true Mona Lisa. So that's what NFTs are. They're things that are documented on the blockchain, verifiable that this item, this piece of art, there's only one of it, or there's only, it's only one of a certain collection and you can't have any more of it, which is what makes them valuable is that it can't be replaced. And the fact that it has an extra layer of security, people forge watches, people forge, like get fake clothes, all this stuff, but you can't, you can fake the picture of NFT, but the chain that it's on and how it's written on the chain, you cannot fake the true one. And so that's what makes an NFT valuable is because it cannot be replaced as it's a piece of art. But it doesn't have to be art. It can be a ticket. It can be a domain name. It can even be real estate. It's something that's written on the blockchain that makes it verifiable. And I'm sure eventually there'll be like, there is already digital shoes. There'll probably be digital Rolexes and things like this where you can buy the real thing that's authenticized on the blockchain. And that's how people know that you have the real thing. So that's really what an NFT is. And you might have heard of the Bored Apes, CryptoPunks, all these different things. But it's like, imagine you had a collector's edition of something like, say, Pokemon cards. I know everyone remembers Pokemon cards, but something that I was obsessed with back in the day. And you were like here to collect a certain collection. And, but imagine that there was only a finite amount of cards, like there was only 10,000 cards in the world, but you loved Pokemon. And that card, holding that card gave you utility. It gave you access to certain 
environments. It gave you access to conventions. It even allowed you to get extra cards for holding the card or extra or even passive income like through a certain cryptocurrency that would merge with the NFT itself as an ecosystem and then you could make money while holding it. So imagine that and then imagine hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people wanted to buy that card. That's what gives it value. And so you've seen these crazy returns on some NFTs, 100x, 1000x, like some people minted a board ape at like, I don't know, couple hundred dollars now some of them are worth two million five million ten million and then it comes with other airdrops the mutant apes the board kennel club so it's just like it can be such an amazing thing to hold if you get into the right ones you get into the right nfts you can make a lot of money not to say that every nft is the play to make most nfts will fail it's the same as in any industry most of them i see are going to go to probably zero or very or close to zero. There'll be the ones that stay that people will be keeping and holding and people will be buying. And so you want to be finding these ones. And I probably spoke in a separate episode about how to find NFTs, the strategy to it. This is more what is NFT, just to give you a little breakdown of it. There's a tech, there's like how it works in terms of an analogy of the card system and how they're verified on the blockchain. And that, that's what makes it valuable. And how to buy an NFT. So you can buy an NFT through an exchange, so like a, a platform which people buy, put their NFTs on the website as a market. You can make a bid for that NFT. Normally you have to use a wallet like MetaMask or something else, depending on what platform you're using. Uh, mostly we're using Ethereum right now, which is OpenSea is the main NFT platform. And you can also mint them. What minting means is that when it drops, normally when there's NFT drop, there's a minting stage, which is normally very discounted, which means that it's like the set is being dropped into a smart contract. And then you can click onto that website. There'll be like a website button, say mint MNFT, and you'll get the NFT, but it won't be on a secondary market. It'll normally be on the website that the company has. And again, this is normally a discounted price. And also you have a random chance of getting rare NFTs. So on the when it goes to secondary market, Obviously, normally the rarer ones get sold for a lot more. But if you mint them, there's risk to minting because you don't really know how it will do. But obviously, there's a strategy to actually understand what might be a good bet and what might not be. But when you mint them, you have that chance of getting rarity, which means it'd be a lot more valuable when you sell it later on. So yeah, normally during a collection of NFTs, there's different levels of rarity. You have one, say they have 5,000 NFTs. There's normally a rankings system which allows you to check how rare the NFT is, which obviously increases the value of it to certain people. So it's another way to like add a layer of value to an NFT collection or to an NFT collection. So for, if you're an artist or if you're someone that wants to produce an NFT for your company or something like this, like why would this be useful? Why would you even bother with doing this? Well, firstly, it allows you to occupy the digital space easier. NFTs are very much easier to pass around rather than tickets, etc. You can use your company, etc., or as an artist to sell something or give them value for investing in your company. And even I've seen people, instead of doing VC campaigns where you raise money for your company, you actually sell a bunch of NFTs and then give them value from that. So you sell like 10,000 NFTs, giving them 
like a stake in a way of your company or some sort of way of getting um, utility from that. And then they'll just buy your NFTs and you use the money you get from NFTs to actually expand your company. That's another creative way to use NFTs. And that's why I just feel like this whole NFT space, the use cases are really endless to how you can be creative. I've even seen where there's like a smart contract which breeds them or makes them more rare where you can like, you have an NFT, you have another NFT, say so you have two of the NFT and you can use the two NFTs to actually create a third NFT, which might be rarer or, you know, whatever the creator wants it to be. And so there's so much, it can become so gamified, you know, humans, we love games. And so we can really make this such a, you know, whatever you want it to be. And so as someone that wants to use it, that's one of the advantages, you can also get royalties from it. So imagine you sell something, you sell your art once, you're only going to get the money once for that piece of art or for someone that wants to invest in your company. It only It's only going to happen once. And so with an NFT, every time it's sold, you get royalties for that. So every time, say I have an NFT collection myself and I, and I sell my NFTs to a bunch of people and they want to sell those NFTs for a profit or they, they don't see the utility, the, the value anymore, Every time it gets sold on, I get a percentage of that, which means it's continual income for your business or if you're an artist or a freelancer, this is continual income for you. So this is what's great about it. So those are just two ways where it's advantageous to why you would want to create an NFT. You have more reach, you can reach more people, you can make certain things exclusive. I'm sure there's a lot of different reasons, but they're just a few of the advantages. And yeah, I'm so excited about where this space is going. So that's really a summary of what is possible in the NFT space. You can buy a character as an NFT and that's your the character you play in a game. People are tokenizing real estate, making it, you can buy fractions of real estate through NFTs. I've even been airdropped tickets for an event through an NFT. So instead of having a physical ticket, you have an NFT ticket, domain names as NFTs. As I, as I mentioned before, music NFTs where you have an NFT of a song and if you have the NFT or a fraction of the NFT, you get royalties for every stream that song plays. So imagine if you're an artist, you're independent and you want to raise money for your music, for your videos, you could have people buy into you early. And if you blew up, those royalties for those songs could be huge. People could retire off the music that they invest in if they really believe in an independent artist. So that's a little bit about it. I'm sure there's a lot more to learn about NFTs and I'm sure that I'll be making more episodes further down the line about them. And yeah, as always, feel free to reach out and share any podcasts that you find interesting or useful. And I hope to see you in the next one.